Energy. Enthusiasm. Pathfinder! So hi, guys. How's everyone doing? You just saved the princess like an Italian plumber. That must be nice. Yeah, I'm rather chuffed, I'd say. Rather chuffed. <laughs> what Our- is happening now? I don't know. I said I was going to try a different kind of intro. It <laughs> this didn't is work. why I'm not understanding what's happening. <laughs> Just like, uh, you know, like, how's Nick doing? How's Mike doing? How's Alexei doing? They don't care about us. Keep, f- it, keep it cash. Yeah, keep it cash. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of the Adventures in Novus podcast. Outside, it looks like the apocalypse as British Columbia is yet again covered in fire. But worry not. We are still recording. You want more? We do, too. You can support the podcast, and we will keep producing episodes as we continue to grow. We'll also follow you back. Follow us. We'll follow you. It's mutually beneficial. Is that the friends with benefits thing we talked about before? Yeah, it's all a tie-in. And apparently iTunes reviews are really important. So if you leave an iTunes review, you'd really be helping us. We'd love to hear you guys from email as well. Even if it's just bitching, I'd love to hear about it. And even if, just to tell us about your campaigns. Like, tell us about your campaigns. What are you guys up to? We'd love to hear about it. And I'll answer. I promise. That's enough of me being a man whore. Let's get to the goods. We're going to get to this beauty of an episode after a quick recap from our fearless leader. Crick. Hello, friends. When last we met, company of heroes in Edivin battling for life of princess. When fighting done... Akimbo tells small Sparrowbird to find Griff Dragon, and it actually work! Rock Princess in Talons while we ride Big Scary Dragon back to Fehaven. Akimbo almost fall off, but Travis catch him. We all grow much in power, especially Crick. Now, back with Griff in office, old gnome friend Pink Madri and strange Nitro Man are summoned with magic stones. Then, with help of Crick's mighty brain, put Hand of Broken Princess back together and turn her back to flesh from stone. Crick's crew paid handsome reward for saving Princess, and we told to meet back next day. Nitro drew strange magics on Ander's face which show him fever dreams. What happened next? Come with Crick to discover. As far as recaps go, that's a good one. So, <laughs> it's the 15th of Gauze Ran, eighth day of your journey, the late afternoon on a sunny day, and Ander's, we see you, Lister in Quebec. That one's for you. Right, I said no more whoring. Anders, you've just been told that Gresslani has been gone for over 300 years, and your sister is still alive. Someone be alive close to you, rings in your head, the prophecy of Esmeralia Dephronia. You've had over a week to prepare. How does he fucking react? Anders, still reeling from this wave of information. I yell, you! Nandis points it to Nitral. What kind of pointing? Describe your pointing. Pointing with a straight finger in an accusatory manner. Oh, geez, serious pointing. Okay, go on. The fucking rainbow geezer. You was there. You and your fucking rainbow door. Straight to the hell I found myself in Bitchland. Yes, well... To be fair, Anders, you were only in actual hell for a relatively short time, as it passes quite faster there, yes. Then here, and and then yes, your present hell, uh, I understand. That's it. I could have died with more of my honor intact, only having run away from Greslania for mere moments, compared to decades of shame. Nay, make that centuries, 
as it were, if you can believe that poppycock. Well, you didn't live those centuries, so I don't know if you can pin that on me. You still stay the same age as... But, yes, I'm sorry you feel that way, Anders. Honestly, I am. But the reason I came was for your father, not for you. Having you just die when I found you, it would have been a waste of life. Would your father have wanted you to die? Three centuries worth of unexacted vengeance, of forgotten promises, of forsaken oaths. And what of my sister Tonya? What fresh hell was she delivered to by way of your rainbows? She needn't been dragged into this mess. She was free of Grislania. What would have happened to your sister, Anders, if she was left in that timeline? What business did you have with me, father? My business, Anders, is heroes. Your father was a great, great hero. We were having meetings, yes. Meetings to discuss bringing him to this timeline where I foresee the doom. I've been seeking heroes my entire life, my long, long life for this moment. When I came for Kaslania, I was already gone, yes. Didn't you have some sort of phone booth and you just dial one number lower to go to the day before? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting lost. <laughs> Yes, your time would have been wasted. Your potential would have been wasted. Yes, after the fall of Grislania, if you died on that horse to the demons that were chasing you, the death of your father would mean nothing, and your sister would have died alone. I had to make a decision, a decision for the future, a future that now hopefully involves you and your companions, yes. Ah, oh, shite. Wait, wait, wait. What do you know of this doom, exactly? A shite. Of what worth am I to someone as mighty as yourself? Me! Take a look at me! A failure by all counts, isn't it? Yes. Covered in piss. Yes. And shit and yes. vomit and all else all unclean. This is all true. This is why when I found you in that cabin covered in puke I just left, yes. I realized I had made a mistake. Crick finds you in the same place, I think, in much same uh, manner, but... <laughs> You see, Crick take you on as good friend, but this Nitro, I don't know, he don't even tell of this doom yet. This is most important part, not, not your problems, Anders, which can be dealt with, but doom of world, this no. is major thing. No, I've got enough of the fucking doom right now, alright, I need, I have questions, I need answers, I won't have it. My own father wasn't deemed worthy of saving, but I was. No, your I father... shall not tolerate this slander against my father's character. Yes, I understand you're angry, Anders, but I have the answer for Crick's question about the doom, yes, which is the important part of this whole discussion, not your feelings, no. Yes, Crick agrees. Myself and every sage, every fortune teller, every witch worth her salt cannot see past a certain time, no. It is all darkness, yes, and that darkness comes soon. This is what I'm preparing for. This is what we call the doom. I always felt that I met you for a reason, Anders. I think it's that reason, right? Yeah. I mean, even the witch said there was some hope when we were together, all of us. Look what we just accomplished on our own, out in that forest with Akimbo. We saved mighty princess. I've had enough of these cock and bolt stories. This mystic mysticism and ghosts and spirits and what have you. 
So, poppycock. Let's say rubbish to that, then. Let's do something tactile. Let's find what we can. Let's find your fucking sister, mate. The best thing you can do for your father, Anders, is be more like him, if I'm being honest. Anders' father did. I don't think he much good like this. <laughs> well, like, b- before he died and stuff. <laughs> and your sister, she is alive in the Dragonspine Mountains, Anders, ever focused on regaining Greslania. How is this possible? Your sister, she also came back? Right, yes, well, I, as I was being saved by our mighty wizard fellow here, my sister, she saved me too. She, she jumped down and stopped two demons before I was uh, put through this portal into this hell. And uh, she fell in as well. And, uh, she sounds like great warrior. It's my fucking fault. How is it your fault, Anders? Even as powerful as I am, so, so, so powerful, I cannot predict the gods. <laughs> is that it? Are you in league with Okrama? Don't be taking the piss now. Are you some sort of ambidexter? Is that it? The gods do as they do, Anders. And I do not know why. It is wasted energy to try to learn why, as that is a level of understanding that you shall never know, or I, for that matter, yes. Now I am I'm made to suffer for his pleasure, while you faff about in it. It's one botch job after another, for Anders. Bloody hilarious it is. Anders, you are thinking about yourself, yes. You need to think about the world and your impact on it. If you just want to be drunk and miserable and puke on yourself like the DM does at home when he's not <laughs> recording, that is your choice. Uh, to be toyed with and strung along, just as the embers of me life were ought to, ought to fade into the oblivion. You ask this. I ask you to believe in destiny, uh, Anders. I'm just an old drunken and haggard sword of a swill-bellied now. I can barely keep these lot alive. Anders is pointing at Travis and Crick. We almost lost the little one with the hammer not even a night ago. And yours truly, the night before that. No, nothing but one failed soul after another. It's like Teddy. Do you want to know something about when I went down, Anders? Do you you want to know? down on Anders? (laughs) (laughs) Travis is short. He starts down on Anders. Do you know what went through my head when I fell, Anders? It wasn't regret, it wasn't worry, it wasn't scared for anything, because I knew you were out there. And you would do nothing but fight for me, for Crick, for anybody that is suffering an injustice in this world. And that's what kept me going, mate. So when I came up and, we, and I knew I could contribute to that fight a bit, take down that mage and everything, save the fucking day, that's why I'm there. That's why you're there. Uh, these very small failures, I think, because you drop, but... Crick bring you back up again, and this means you protect Crick. This good thing. You just not fall down forever, and things okay. Yeah, it's just another in a long line, though, isn't it? You should listen to your friends, Anders. You together, you did something no one else could. You saved and found the princess. Yes. Yeah. That is a that is no small feat. And you are still a, just a small level three paladin. <laughs> your father's blood runs through you. Yeah. You have a choice. You are at a fork in the road, Anders. 
You can go down the pukey side, or you can go down the hero side. You must choose. Uh, Teddy, I couldn't protect you, and I've been punished to suit. But it's not enough, isn't it? I owe a debt. I will not forget. Fuck it. There's work to be done, isn't it? Enough whinging. I need to find my sister. She had the best of intentions rescuing me as she did. As misguided as it was. I need to at least try to return the favor. Seek her out. Can't abandon her in the shambles of this land and its era. Full of bloody tossers and twats. Snake people. Witches. Zealots of evil. You name it, the light. God, those blooded gnomes. I'm coming, Tonya. You say many bad things about these witch peoples, but you must remember, friend, uh, Crick is witch, yes? Oi, oi, Crick, Travis, forgive me, Nitral. Please, for- forgive my little outburst. I just have a lot of feelings at the moment. Well, it's, it's been tough. I, I, know, I know you mean me well. Truly, my anger is not with you. Nitral, uh, will you tell me what is of Grislania now? Why did my father tell me to run? Why save me? What is the meaning to any of this? Is there any way to exact vengeance on those that deserve it? Your father told you to run because he knew I was coming, Anders. I don't know if your father would have come with me. We were going back and forth. He didn't want to leave you and he didn't want to leave Grislania, but he knew if he left that you, Anders, you would take over in his stead and guard it. Unfortunately, with the Chroma leaving and the demons coming, Grislania is a very dark place, yes. They are gathering demons right now as we speak and they will overflow soon. They've been growing for 300 years, Anders. They must be stopped. There are relics in Greslania that will help you against the coming doom, yes. You must get these relics. You must grow and be the man that your father wanted you to be. Relics? I guess I'm a bit of a relic now myself. 340 years old, you like that, lads? It's a pretty good number, I think. That's a lot of candles on a cake, I must say. Well, only f- for 40 years technically passed for you. We don't like these technically things. Yeah. Just you, very old 340, I believe, yes. was the number, yes. yes. Yeah. Very old. And I accept your apology, Anders, but just know I could have squashed you like a bug at any moment. So I, I, I wasn't scared. No, no. Don't worry, Anders. If we need to, we deal with him as well. Uh, I, uh, I'm most appreciative of you lads. I must say, yeah. You're stand-up blokes. You're, st- you're stout. And Crick kind of walks over and puts his arm around Anderson's shoulder. He's, he's okay, large man. You, you, you stay with us, we stay with you. Oh. I'm so happy to still be here. I'm ready to go anywhere you guys are ready to lead. I think we should find this lady. Look, lads, I really want to see to my sister. How do we get... Yeah, so the, the Dragon Spine Mountains, where are those located? How do we get there? What is so fans we have a map it's on Instagram and uh, if you don't want to look at the map I understand and I will explain that Grislania 
is in the Dragonspine Mountains, which is the northern part of the map, closer to the west, closer to the Ativan than Blarkstown, which is the extreme to the east, where Crick came from. So Crick has, in fact, traveled. He didn't travel through Grislania or anything, He because those are, like, deep impenetrable mountains. That's why it's such a mysterious city. That's why no one has known about it. Like, even when the priest of Abadar, Greslania, was mentioned to him, he was just like, Greslania, yes! Because he's like, this guy is crazy. I'm just going to get through this conversation. He had no idea what Greslania was. So, Crick has an idea of traveling in that direction. And you know that you ended up in Betchland, and Betchland is close to Greslania, so that would probably be a good place to start. And Crick did pass through Betchland on the way to the Ativan. I, I go through some places nearby this uh, Greslania, but not actually in there. Uh, I think we could get back there. Well, I'm up to meet some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what they'd be called, too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the Betches of Betchland. The Betches of Betchland! <laughs> I've just the land for you. If there's nothing else, I must take my leave now, yes. There are other adventurers. I'm planting as many seeds as I can to see which one grows. So is Travis. Ah! And they all require guidance. More work must be done to prepare for the doom, yes. Perhaps you could give us some uh, helpful things to have success on these adventures, yes? Yes, a word of advice. Don't die. <laughs> mm, I was thinking perhaps something more tangible. You asked me last time, Crick, and I'm trying to tell you, your level is so, so low. Maybe ask me at, like, episode 70 or something. <laughs> I don't know what he means by level, but Crick becoming very powerful. So Nitral just kind of looks at each of you in turn and he takes off his hat and kind of gives you guys a bow. When he takes off his hat, he he has human features. Like he has a wizard in a robe with a big hat that he can barely just see his facial features and, and that kind of stuff. But when he takes off his hat, the features of his face get sharper all of a sudden and his ears get a little pointy. And when he puts the hat back on, the features go back to more of a human-like appearance. And he goes, Balar Buga! And disappears. And I'm going to make the joke again for the super nerds. There's a 1% chance he's in a place he did not want to be. (laughs) So, you guys are in the room full of tapestries. There can be a knowledge religion for the tapestries depicting Phrasma and the Guarians. And is rolls an eight. Uh, you the only religion? Yep. And is yes. takes a look at the tapestries. He's uh, trying to analyze these gods. So since you can't take 20 for knowledge checks, you're kind of pigeonholed by your role there. And it does make sense because lots of people, like, they have no idea why the Guarians worship Phrasma. Um, she's the Lady of the Graves, the Lady of Mysteries. Um, she is worshipped by midwives, pregnant women, morticians. It just, it, it doesn't add up. Can we roll like a wisdom or an intelligence check on them to try to piece together what we can from these? Because I'm guessing not a lot of people see these, obviously. 
You guys can roll a wisdom check to try and take in as much of these tapestries as possible to explain them to someone else later on to see if you can get more information about them. 18. This much better, yes. 17 for Creek. 16 for Anders. So you guys all basically have the same kind of idea of what these tapestries are. So if you want to explain it to, if you find like a... I don't know, smarter person than you guys. Historian then or, uh, you guys can describe it to them, and then they can try to roll with you, aiding them on the next roll, and we can dive more into that. So what do you guys do? There's time before the meeting tomorrow to maybe buy some items. I mean, you did just get uh, 2,000 unclipped gold coins. You know that Fayhaven basically has everything you can afford. Like, it's one of the hub cities of the world. So, And Crick also knows that... There's more slim pickings outside of Fayhaven in the small towns. So this might be your last chance to buy something unique or sell a bunch of stuff because these stores have a lot of gold. Some stores in small towns only have so much gold. So, um, yeah, what's the plan? All right. So the boys took some time to decide what items they want with the gold. And let's let the listeners know. What did you guys buy? Giant dildos for all. Nice. No. Dildos for some. <laughs> but not for others. <laughs> Miniature American flags for others. <laughs> but yeah, really, what'd you buy? <laughs> uh, Anders had his uh, masterwork half plate enchanted to a plus one bonus to uh, further increase my survivability. Nice. And uh, in addition to that, uh, Anders is also purchased a cloak of resistance plus one to increase my saving throws by a factor of one. What color is, is this cloak on your body? The cloak is green. Ooh, very nice. The color of my homeland, Gruslania. Look, look very sharp. Hey. What color is your armor, too? Let's, just, let's get a picture of Anders right now. Is it white armor? Well, I guess the armor color depends on what I had for dinner the night before. <laughs> <laughs> or for breakfast, if I managed to make one that day. My uh, my half plate armor is a you know a series of network plates in it, all interconnected and the like, and uh, the highlights are, you know, also a green a green highlighting like a forest green. Uh, that's about it. That's all I can afford right now. You know, I don't have my beloved Grislanian armor that was nicked from me by some brigands. Maybe one day, but essentially you got your half plate, your green cape. Your cold iron greatsword. Do you have a helm? I don't think he would have one. Yeah, so no helm. It, it gets in the way of drinking and, and vomiting and yeah. vomiting and the like, so. Yeah, all right. Hey. So there's a little picture of Anders. Crick, what did you buy? Crick also find one little magic item. It's little pearl. Uh, it's very shiny, very smooth, and he keep in pocket. Uh, it grants him more spell. He does more work with this. Yeah, the Pearl of Power. Classic. And Travis, anything new for you? I restocked my arrows. Nice. That is all. (laughs) (laughs) Travis didn't get anything, you greedy bastards. I got my new bow already, so I'm feeling pretty tickety-boo with that. So I like to... Now I have my rapid shot with level three, so I can get double the shots. So that's why I definitely want to restock my arrows, because I'll be missing a lot more. All right, that's great. So you guys left the inner bailey of the Dragon Clan, and you did your shopping. 
as you did so, you notice that the city is a buzz. Guarians, gnomes, leaf fleshies, wood elves, maybe a forest dwarf or two in disguise? They are all gathered in the streets with pints of ale, wine and food, and there's already some dancing, as it seems like this is only the beginning, as more and more humanoids and small poop-collecting creatures enter Feyhaven. The princess has been saved! Rawr! All hail Princess Gertrude! These people are chanting. There was a lot of uh, perception checks that happened when a dragon flew over Feyhaven, and they definitely noticed that, although stoned, the princess did make an appearance, and word on the street got out, she was saved, and the town's just pumped. The the princess was very beloved, like, the Underbites are the royal family, so, and Princess Gertrude is quite old. She is the firstborn of Smarg Underbite, who is very old. So, she's been around for a long time, and the town is in uh, celebration. Let me just roll for a random encounter. Does this also mean that they think us great heroes here and the uh, costs of items are lower for, for such heroes <laughs> as Crick and friends? So I'm going to be honest with you. You're not getting the vibe that anyone knows that you guys saved the princess, right? People don't really know who you are. They didn't really see you on the back of the dragon. And, um, yeah, word has not, they're not like, oh, Crick, savior of the princess. This literally just happened uh, not too long ago. So, um, yeah, word has not gone on the street that uh, you guys are the saviors yet. Travis is actually, I think, okay with that because he doesn't want to be famous. He, he just wants to do the adventures. He wants to do the good. So, yeah. Yeah. Akimbo should reap the uh, reputational reward, I suggest. Yeah. And uh, just so you're wondering, no random encounter. So, <laughs> what do you guys do after shopping? It's getting later in the evening now. I mean, if you guys aren't uh, up for anything else, we can maybe get on back to the Sly Fox, see what Gilly's up to. Yeah, that bloody gnome. Might be. <laughs> he does give you beer. It is a plus. Yeah. It's eight o'clock. So, the Sly Fox? Feel, feeling very parched. I could use strong waters, I think. <laughs> yeah, Sly Fox it is. Yeah, Sly Fox it is. So you get to the Sly Fox and business is booming. This results in a long lineup, even just to get into the bar. You see Small Fry as the bouncer, uh, who is Gilly's right-hand man, if you remember. He's wearing a tight wife beater and ripped off jean shorts, and he's got some aviator sunglasses on. He looks very cool. Yeah, he's got his arms crossed, and someone tries to pass by, and he just knocks him to the ground. No! What do you do? Uh, Crick stand there. He look one direction uh, with hands questioning up in air. Then he look back <laughs> towards other direction, hands questioning up. He, this not make sense, so he look back other direction again. John Travolta yes. hair swaying back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows the meme. Oh, God. So good. Too bad you can't have a GIF in a podcast. <laughs> Just drop one right in. That'll be on the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Or a GIF for the people that say it wrong. You mean correctly, I believe. <laughs> These GIFs, very powerful. Travis is curious to try his hand at being a superstar right now and just strutting up to the front of the line, seeing if he's on the list. Ooh. So you pass a lot of Guarians that just happen to be wearing collared shirts, but still they're grass skirts. They're dressed up for the club. 
And uh, you make your way up to Small Fry. Is anyone else following Travis? Or are you just being like, let's see what happens? I go with Travis, but I stand back a couple piss. Okay. Oh, of course I'm with. I'm not gonna allow anything to happen. All right. So you approach Small Fry, arms crossed, aviator sunglasses, looking at God knows what, and he sees Travis approaching. Small Fry. It's been a hot minute, eh? Small man. Yeah. And he gives you a big uncomfortable hug, and he kind of holds you up from the ground. He's like, yeah. and then just kind of drops you to the ground. Any for a reflex save? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a reflex save. It'd be a uh, acrobatics. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> so you just fall right to the ground. But it wasn't high, and you get up and you dust off your legs, and he sees Crick. Mask man, and he gives Crick a big hug, and he sees Anders, alcoholic, <laughs> and he gives Anders a big hug. You know me well. And Small Fry moves the rope delineator aside and lets you guys right in, despite the whines and cries of the people and creatures who have been waiting for a while. Hey! Oh, thank you, uh, Small Fry. You're very even larger than ever before. Yeah. Do you know where Gilly is? Inside. Thanks. <laughs> so you get inside and it is packed and you see Gilly is in a panic as he sees you guys. The candle on his patchwork coned hat is swaying back and forth. It's shooting wax here and there as he's hustling around. He sees you guys and you see his face. He's in fine clothing and remember he's got the facial hair similar to like Wolverine from X-Men. <laughs> and he sees you guys and goes, hey, I'm an old Hey, it's you guys! Get another table from below! Speaking of down below, all the guards are getting wasted right now. Anyone up for the fighting pit? It's a packed night! I kind of look past Anderson and go, I might be in. Kind of whisper hushedly to the side to be like, let's try my hand tonight, maybe. I understand. He gives you like an obvious wink. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to be part of this thing. Part of what? Uh, yeah, do I hear this right now? I, <laughs> I I'm not you're allowed to abide right this. There, right? so, it's pretty yeah. noisy in here, though. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How does Anders react? Oh, jeez. <laughs> said the guards are down there now, so I was like, well, okay. well. They said the guards are getting wasted. So they probably would just not care. On one hand, it's illegal. On the other hand, my good mate Travis is putting his neck at on the line here. He's going into a risky situation. I wouldn't want to allow him to fall victim to anything. I don't know the gray area on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Illegal Schmeagol! We can talk about it later. I've heard so many rumors! I can't wait to talk to you guys. But it might have to be tomorrow morning though. I'm burning the candle at both ends right now! I'll get you stuff, I promise! Where's like, the other end of your candle? Oh, I'll tell you later. And he leaves frantically to the next table, leaving a trail of wax behind. And but, you... You must bring me waters. Yes, I know. Just point me to the keg. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's served you before, so you're just going to have to trust him. You can even see that it's so packed that Aniston Jennifer and Hunt Helen have had to step <laughs> up as waitresses to keep up. A table immediately gets set up for you guys, along with some spare chairs. Not the comfy ones from before... 
More like those like old chairs in the garage you keep around just in case. Tray tables, like the fold up tray tables that you see in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's two young guardians that uh, bring these up for you guys. Toss them a copper piece each. Thank you. Fine fellows. Mark it on the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> they say. Thank you. There's loud chatter around you as you get settled. More importantly, how are your characters feeling right now as you get settled? Where are they at mentally? What do they want from the adventure? What are your priorities? Getting some ale, number one. Number two, getting some ale. All right. Been an adrenaline dump for Anders. It's been quite the afternoon. He's ready for a beer now more than ever. Yeah, fair enough. Travis is just enjoying basking in the glow of, of, of finding the princess. Like he just, he still is just floored. Like he doesn't even, he doesn't pay any mind to his his falling in combat. Like his almost dying. Like that's the furthest thing from his mind right now because they have succeeded. And so yeah, Travis is just enjoying basking in the revelry of everything around him right now. For sure, the vibe of the city is way better. You've accomplished a big mission. You got a bunch of gold. Like, you got to be on a high right now, for sure. Absolutely. What about Crick? Anything for Crick? Crick is very impressed with the, the amount of powers that uh, he has been drawing into himself and those around him. Uh, most excited, though, is for the fact that we save Princess, and now perhaps more people will be willing to listen about the coming doom. This was the reason why Crick come here in first place, was to get people to listen, and now perhaps... Now perhaps Crick has voice. Yeah, your original mission is being, like, that is your Crick's original mission, right? So that is nice. It's becoming uh, more apparent that this is something that should be prioritized by more of the world. But also, Crick just very excited for what great success we have accomplished. So perhaps he may go crazy today and order, um, like, grape juice or something. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I don't know. Grape They're juice full of sugars, you see. They make crick crazy crick. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. I like it. So all of a sudden, Hunt Helen appears with trays of food and drinks. She is wearing a purple nightgown, and she has poofed up blonde hair and maybe a little too much makeup. On the house, boys. Gilly said you'd like everything here. Rooms are also on the house. And Hunt Helen starts lowering the trays to serve meals to you guys. Oh, there's a lass. Thank you very much. Indeed. Thank you, fine lady. Uh, perhaps I must be quieter, but round of grape juices for on Crick, please. I got you, babe. Thank you. Thank you. And you said everything here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I do like you, Travis, but I'm still going to charge you for that if you want to roll another d20 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So what she puts down, it looks nice. It looks like they're still rocking uh, the venison stew, thanks to you guys helping out that hunter. He seems to be thriving with the kobolds out of the way. And there's also a side dish. And guess what? It's a baguette with a small bowl of what looks like jam on the side. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Is, it, is it labeled Marlo's own? <laughs> <laughs> no, this looks like pure jam. This doesn't look like... Uh, <laughs> and uh, she produces drinks for you guys. A water for Crick, a pint for Travis, and two pints for Anders. And she also, uh, she gives you guys three keys. Thank you very much, nice lady. 
Well, it's nice to uh, get the recognition we so deserve around you. This is beautiful. Thank you. Yes, of course. But I must get to my next order. It's really busy tonight. Friends, this is great celebration. And he reaches over and grabs his tanker to water and lifts it high into the air above the table. Please, we do a cheer sink, yes? Aye, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> that cheers, you know, is very significant. Let's not forget that Anders was one hit point away from perma-death. Mike has been terrified ever since. <laughs> uh, Travis has fallen in battle. Crick was seriously considering running away from the <laughs> chapter end <of> battle. <laughs> but you saved the princess, you got your reward, and now you have a meeting tomorrow. So after uh, the, this grape juice, they come to Crick. He offered one to Anders. Anders, what do you think? We maybe go crazy tonight, no? It, oh, yeah, and Hunt Helen did bring the three <laughs> grape juices. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I for Crick for you, anything. Oh, this is fantastic. And, and Travis, you do it? You wish? I'm always in. I'm never going to turn down something to try new. Okay, we'll see what happens, no? And then... <laughs> Montage them just, like, yeah. partying up the night. There's like, it's like the photo booth. They're, like, throwing on boas and the big glasses. Crick has his big wooden mask on for all the pictures, like... <laughs> and there's, like, getting naked just wearing the mask on, like, in front of his privates. <laughs> What was in that juice? <laughs> grapes, Sanders. Grapes are in these juice. <laughs> they just squished them. That is all. And Gilly's like, an LSD! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. <laughs> That's how you see the ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a little slot in you. I sprinkle these on the inside of misc. Getting high on that grape drink. Every day. <laughs> I didn't even think of grape drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just like grape juice. <laughs> I want the purple stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the Sunny D commercials? I yeah. love that purple stuff. I always yeah. wanted it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you guys have had your meal. You've had your drinks. You've had your grape drink. And, Travis, you still want to do this fight club. So, maybe you give... Um, Travis is going to see if he could kind of slip away from the crowd and get down there after everybody's gone to sleep maybe he's not like he's not trying to boast about it and be like hey Anders, i'm gonna go fight in that fight club you thought was illegal like he's, he's trying to get around that a little bit because he's like i said he's feeling okay he's not worried about falling at this point like he's he's just trying to live life right now you want to do it without anders and crick watching if if it can be avoided i'm yeah. not like completely because obviously I, I if i said it right then i wouldn't i'm not too concerned about it okay so, do you want to go find Gilly at sea? I was going to sort of see how the night played out. Okay, so the night is uh, getting darker, and things are starting to calm down a bit. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do before maybe heading up to your room? Other than large party that Crick begins with grape drinking. Uh, no, this is this is what Crick want to do. This is a mighty day to celebrate. Oh, Anders is feeling quite good. Uh, you know, he's trauma dumped and uh, <laughs> he's had his significant amount of ale. He's feeling quite nice at the moment. You know, sort of accomplishment having rescued the princess and the fact that we're all here alive. Uh, you know, it's good times. All right, so you guys are having a good time. Yeah. It gets a little bit later. Maybe another round of grape drank. Uh, and I might stick to beer. 
Oh, you want to stick the beer? <laughs> I don't want to go crazy. Mix the two together. Cricket round of grape drinks for friends, but they wish to switch, so Crick get really crazy and drink <laughs> all of grape drinks. You're just flying on sugar. <laughs> it's my favorite drug I've yet come across is this sugar. <laughs> Crick's getting even more obnoxious, goes to like the next table. I am leader! <laughs> or however Crick talks. <laughs> Gets all the hookers. Yeah. <laughs> all of you at the same time. <laughs> You're all my employees. <laughs> Crick is now pimp. <laughs> Comes out with a little marketing strategy and everything. <laughs> Takes over the whole freaking prostitute economy. So yeah, it's getting later. You guys are still partying. And uh, you guys are getting pretty tired. So what is your next step? Is anybody who's there, and the, obviously they're not just going to keep saying, like, yeah, princess, and then wait a couple seconds, and say, yeah, princess, and say the same thing again. Are they, what are they kind of talking about? Like, what's, what's like, happening? now is everybody, because like you said, everybody really liked the princess, but so that just means everybody's on board with like, yes, now she's going to come back and be the leader. She's going to take over or? Roll a gather information diplomacy. 21. 21. So uh, Travis will uh, just be like, oh, I want to walk around a bit. And he grabs his beer yeah, and kind of walks mingle. around and checks this, uh, the scene. It's very loud. People are singing uh, songs of previous battles and stuff like that. And she is just, you get the sense that the princess is just really beloved. Like they don't, they're not like, yay, she's here to come lead us now or nothing political. They're just very grateful she's alive. Because the princess is, uh, is, she's a very nice person. She's the kind of like almost Princess Diana kind of character where she does a lot of things to help out people in town and uh, stuff like that. So she's, a, she's very beloved. Yeah, I think you said Claire mentioned that. She's like the princess visited when she was young. So even exactly, she remembered. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, that's why Claire wanted to help because she was so nice to her when she was young. Exactly. So Travis... How about you roll a bluff check to Anders and Crick and see if you can give them a reason why they are going to bed and you are not. Okay. So it's a 17 bluff. And what are you saying to the boys? Everyone's getting up. Crick's had way too much grape drink. And Anders is just Anders. He, God knows how drunk he is. He hides it quite well. Oh, I think it might be just about time to bed down there, boys. I see that maybe Miss Helen's over there is going to get off shift soon, and maybe I can try my luck again, eh? But, you know, I, I didn't want to cause a ruckus. Well, actually, maybe it'd be better if there's more people around. Then noise wouldn't bother anybody, but... Crick does not want to participate in this nonsense. Uh, I must take my leave at this point. Goodbye. Yeah, Crick just stands up from the table at that, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> shaking his head yeah, a little, yeah. like, no, this is gross. I don't want. Yeah. And so he... I must go. There's too much drink in my head. I feel cloudy, you see. So Crick goes up to his room, and he's so drunk he forgets his mask behind. What? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so Crick makes it up to his room. I tried. And Anders? Anders is uh, he's, he's feeling it. He's getting there, you know. It's been a long night of good times, and... Uh, those fair-haired lasses are looking mighty good. You know, I think I'll. Uh, hey, Anders, maybe you want to spend some time with one of them here. Maybe I can 
Treat you, yeah. You can put in a good word for all enders, though. <laughs> you can put in your own words. Maybe uh, help me up to my room so I don't shoulder any more doors. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can, I can show you up and you can tell me who to send up. Uh, yeah, you know, surprise me. <laughs> hey, Tony! <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Andrews is allowed to do that sort of stuff, I guess, right? Like, that's not uh, illegal. The prostitution is not illegal. He's feeling good. He feels like a bit of a new man, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, why not? Who yeah. knows? Aniston Jennifer is available, so... Yeah. You did give her a very big tip last time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now it's time for another. Yeah. Okay, so Crick goes into his room. Travis helps Anders up the stairs and make sure he gets to the right room so we don't go through that again. And then Travis successfully bluffs his friends and goes back into the bar. So right now we have Anders and Crick in their rooms. Travis downstairs. Travis, how are you going to play this out? I punch the first person around me. Fight God! No, I'll look around for Gilly. So it is still quite busy, but less busy. And uh, you can easily spot Gilly and get his attention. Hey! Hey, Gilly. Uh, kind of what I mentioned earlier. Is there, is there any activities, any sports playing tonight? I, I, oh, uh, do you mean Fight Club? The thing that I don't talk about, eh? No, we're not supposed to talk about it! I'm so excited! Everybody, Fight Club! <laughs> the entire bar. Fight Club! Fight Club! Fight Club! <laughs> and in your rooms, you hear... Or roll a perception if you want to hear Fight Club. No. You don't care? That's fair enough. Probably your, your characters wouldn't care either. So... Let's just continue. And let me go back a hundred pages to where I wrote the Fight Club in the first place. <laughs> so the Fight Club, as you know, is hidden. It had a barrel over a trap door in the floor. That's where you guys talked to Gilly when he wanted to give you a little bit of an update on the gnome situation. And you wanted it to be secretive. And down there, you know, there's a little arena. It's all dirt floor. There's like a dirt floor circular pit where our two fighters are going to fight. There's a bunch of seats, like benches, like in a high school, all the way around. People are funneling in. They're very excited for the fight. You see that Small Fry's already in the middle, and he's, like, taping up his hands, and he's staring Travis down. He's got some chalk. He's, like, punching his hands together. The noodle man died today. And then Travis. <laughs> what are you doing? Travis kind of looks wide-eyed. He, he thinks he got in over his head a bit. But you are a little drunk, though, so that might help you. With the confidence. <laughs> with the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't help with the fight. <laughs> well, maybe. I'm not going to give you the inebriated condition. No, Travis hasn't been drinking to forget something. Yeah, so... Um, he's not drinking to forget. Travis goes, Hey, big guy, look at you. Oh, you're going to be in this fight, too. Okay, oh. Okay. You know, I, I was worried before that, you know, I might have to hurt somebody that m might get hurt, but you look like you can take a punch, right, mate? I take punch. I give punch. Uh, you know what? Let me see. 
How hard can you punch yourself? That's the true test. He takes like a look at his fist. Roll a diplomacy check. 21 again. 21 again. I'm going to say right now that Small Fry, he doesn't have the greatest sense motive. <laughs> Some might say a negative sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> Five on the die. <laughs> so Tiny takes a look at his hand. How hard can punch? And he just goes boom and smokes himself in the face, giving himself a bloody nose. Four. Ooh. Some amount of damage. Well, I'll tell the fans. Why right. not? So he gives himself seven points of damage oh, wow. before the fight even starts. I think you're in trouble there, I Travis. know. <laughs> even with that. Yeah. That's why I was kind of just worried. I was like, I want to gauge how strong he was. Little man, it was hard. I can tell you I punch hard. I trust you completely. And then... A slightly inebriated Usher. You might recognize him from such episodes as hmm. episode three and five. Find the rating. Hi. I'm Troy McUsher. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just gotta let it burn. Let it burn. Hello everyone! And welcome to the You can say it! Fight Club! <laughs> Woo! In this corner, we have our undefeated champion, Small Fry! And this other corner, with Travis! We have the opponent, Travis! Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Travis, biggest fan right there. So, so everyone understands, this is going to be an unarmed fight. Every piece of damage is non-lethal damage. So sleeping it off, you'll heal it all up the next morning. This is Rule of Fun Fight Club, fist versus fist. And uh, so <laughs> Small Fry has already punched himself in the face. <laughs> and so the usher goes... Please tap mitts in the beginning, and then the fight will begin. So you guys are kind of just going to clap fists. And yeah, Travis has to reach up to reach Small Fry, who reaches down. Roll for initiative. Oh, fatty natty for Small Fry. <laughs> Which is an 18. He's not very fast. <laughs> Mine's also 18. Is it really? Yeah, 14 oh, plus well, 4. Well, you win. You win, the, uh, yes. you win the tie. That's crazy. <laughs> so you guys knock hands. Travis, your initiative bonus is higher. You go first. What do you do? Uh, Fight club! <laughs> Travis is gonna peer, peering up way up to small fry up there and he goes, I wanna have a good clean fight here, buddy. Oh no, what's that? He's gonna point over at something over to the side. Roll a bluff check. 19. So We'll see what happens yep. on Small Fry's turn. Yeah, that's what I do. I point. Yeah. And then I'm going to take that fist, and I'm going to try to just drive it up. Just Wait, I'm chaotic. I'm going to drive it right into his nuts. I'm going to try to punch his... <laughs> let's, let's just end the fight here. This is the last fight of standing, right? All right, roll your attack. <sighs> Plus five is a ten. <laughs> a ten. So you punch his nuts, you hurt your hands. <laughs> Those are balls of steel right there for Small Fry. And it's Small Fry's turn. 
And Small Fry failed his sense motive. So he just kind of goes, what? And then looks at you and he goes, not again. I smash. It is your turn. <laughs> I go, sorry about the little touch down there. I was just uh, making sure there was, I, I thought I saw a fly. Fly. He was going after you. Your manhood there. Fly? Yeah. Small fly. Small fly. You can fly? Yeah? Awesome. High five here. Take it with my fist. And I'm going to try to jump up and use my pendant to punch up, jump up and punch him in the face. Oh, rolling acrobatics. What's the pendant? Get plus five to jump from the tengu. Sorry, what am I rolling first? Acrobatics. Or jump. I guess it's jump, right? No such jump skill. It's acrobatics. Oh, yeah. Acrobatics. Derp. So I get plus five to this? Yep. Because it is a jump? Yep. Okay, so 20. 20. So you jump into the air and you swing, roll your attack. I'll give you a plus one for that. Okay. Five, so 22. 22 hits. Nice. Damage here. Got a bad feeling about this for poor Travis. <laughs> Travis is feeling good. He's feeling every punch. Is his he's doing all. He's doing all the right things so far. Uh, yeah. He comes up at him for four damage. Four damage, and you just smoke his chin with your small fist and his massive chin, and he just kind of his chin like moves very small. Like it's not a big reaction from him. Did you hit me? And it is now Small Fry's turn. Smash time, small man! And he goes to swing his fist down at you. I'm ready to dance. Small Fry swings down for a 16. Oh, that's my AC exactly. That's your AC exactly? So he hits. Despite your armor, the force pushes through, and you still, even though he hits your armor, you feel it underneath. Four. Fuck. Five damage. That was a one. Hmm. Okay, we're going to keep trading blows here. Travis is going to keep trying to shift around to the side. He's going to try to keep dodging these fists that are coming down like hammers from heaven. I can dance all day. I can dance all day. Um, so now he's, yeah, he's hit him up in the face. And now he's going to come and he's going to try to confuse him a bit. He's going to try to punch him, like, uh, like really bug him. He's going to start hitting, like, his ribs and his, like, his, oh, his, yeah. his kidneys and stuff. Experience move, experience he's move. He's coming around from behind. It's yeah. Gonna hit those, those spots. And the old uh, boss root and liver shot. Yeah. Close. Uh, 15. 15 is a miss. <laughs> Here comes the pain. So you hit him in the side and it just bounces right off and the crowd goes well. And this is round three, by the way. And Small Fry takes the time to turn around and he's just pumping his fists to the crowd. Small fry! And you get an I, attack of opportunity. I join into him like, small fry, small fry. <laughs> Does he have like an X patch over his belly button, like in Punch Out, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he does now. Knock him out. <laughs> yeah, he does now. The attack of opportunity comes in at 17. 17 hits. Oof. There we go. Max damage for five damage. Five damage. Nice. So you get that rib shot you wanted the first time, and he goes, Ugh! Small hand hurt. And it's the top of round four. Travis's turn. It's not a D6. It's a D3. D3. That's why yeah. I'm like, oh my god, you rolled a six and got five damage. You're fighting at minus one strength, but you're not. You're no. fighting at plus yeah. one strength. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're doing D6s for defense. No, no, I, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. 
If you want, support the Patreon and we can afford D3s. Anyways, top around four, <laughs> Travis's turn. They're pretty neat looking. How do you have a D3? I'm just trying to picture it. It's like a weird spider. So he punched thing. himself, and I've got him Doesn't twice now. Yeah. So I've got him twice. Yeah. How's how's he looking? Is he... He's probably still <laughs> good, but... No, a small fry is definitely looking good, but you, you feel like you've actually done some damage. It's going to be like a death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. Yeah. Well, less than a thousand, but you know what I mean. Like, you're <laughs> doing... He's, but he's not really phased or showing anything yet. Okay. Uh, Travis is going to keep shifting around now. He's going to throw a blow down onto, like, the back of his leg or his knee. He's trying to get him to buckle. Yeah. 19 on the die, so a 24. Oh, that's a hit. And that's for four damage. For four damage. And with that hit, you can tell he kind of buckles a bit. Joint thing. And it is now Small Fry's turn. No, smash every time. And he goes to pull back, and it looks like he's putting a lot of more power into this one. You're doing great, by the way. I'm having fun, aren't you? <laughs> and he rolls a 17. That hits Travis. Ooh, max damage. So he hits you for seven. As he smokes you across the chin, as sweat and a little bit of blood trails out. And falls away. Crowd goes nuts again. Small fry, small fry, small fry. Yeah. So top of round five. Travis, it's your turn. Go. Are you gonna win this? It's close. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It is close. It's gonna be close. We'll see um, what happens. Okay. So yeah, Travis had a, a good time with that leg. So he's gonna go for the other leg now. He's gonna try to just. Oh yeah. Just, I like it. I like it. He's trying to stay wily about here. That's a 17 again. 17 hits. Yeah. And that's max damage, so another five. Oh my god. You are actually doing way better than I thought you would. <laughs> than anybody thought we would. Yeah. Well, you hit almost every time. And you can tell, like, these little hits, like, his knees are a little wobbly down. Tiny little fists of fury. And it's Small Fry's turn, and he's mad. I finish you now. He takes another mighty swing. Ooh, cracked eye. Cracked die? Wow, two cracked eyes. Sorry about that, folks. That's when the dice doesn't land flat. We got some felt on the table here that needs to be smoothed out. And then we'll roll again. Ooh, 18 on the die. So that is a hit. Small fry is pissed. Cracked eye. <laughs> Come on, kid. I know, I'm rolling like a freaking... Tornado. Oh, minimum damage. So you take five. <laughs> your min or his minimum is, is your five. maximum. He is definitely stronger. <laughs> but his max is only, what, seven, he said? So. But he's, for all the confidence of Small Fry, he is definitely wavering a bit on his knees, you notice now. His crowd is going nuts, but some of them are even like whispering. It's like, who's this Travis guy? He's doing pretty good. And even some people are going, small fry, small fry. But you hear a small contingent of people being like, Travis, Travis, Travis. <laughs> some are being convinced to your side. And an old, yeah. old man in the corner going, yeah. come on, Rock, finish I mean, up. There's, there's, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> there's definitely money being bet and things like that. So those betting against the favorite, they're looking to make bank. And it's those small few that are starting to get really excited. Top around six, Travis. Okay, Travis is going to keep... 
He's going to keep his movement on. He's, he's still trying to feel this. Um, so now he's actually going to come, and he wants to kind of... Uh, I'll, tr- I'll try another jump this time, because now he's kind of trying to get behind him a bit. And he's going to jump up, and he's going to try to just come down right on, like, his shoulder blade. Oh, He, he wants nice. to, like, hit one of these arms. I like this arms. strategy. I like this strategy. He's just your acrobatics. He's like a velociraptor, right? He's trying to pick out those spots in the fence yeah. that are the weakest. I also like this use of the Tengu amulet. Um, so the jump first? Yeah, acrobatics plus your five for the uh, jump amulet. 20. Okay, that's a pass. So you jump high attack. up into the air. Oh, that's a miss. Oh, and you just miss his shoulder. He just moves his shoulder right out of the way. No. And it is Small Fry's turn. Little man, go ground. Another mighty swing for a 19. And you will take... You will take six damage from that blow. And he is just... You're, like, doing a strategy of hitting him in his joints and da-da-da-da. All small fries punches are straight to the face. So you're just getting... Your face is starting to swell up. And you might just spit out blood for a second. I look like Fabio getting hit by a goose. Come on, rock, you bum. He's not human. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, you are both under ten. Top around seven. Okay, Travis is... He's trying to think of an angle here because he's, he's getting knocked in the head, so he's, he's not thinking as clearly now. He's, he's yeah. not thinking it's a good idea. Um, yeah, but he's... Yeah, he's... Okay. So Travis, now he's worked his way around. He's, he's hit, hitting all these shots. He's back out front now. Um, I think he wants to try to finish this thing, so he's going to go back and just go right for a gut punch. All right. He's going to just right in the middle, just try to make him bend over. Hope that we can get some sort of... Oh, that's better. Uh, 20. 20 hits. All right. Please, please. Max damage, five. Right in the stomach. And as you hit his stomach, there's like waves of ripples in his fat. That's around. And Small Fry is wavering on his legs, holding his stomach. And he looks quite... He looks quite weak right now. Like Homer getting hit in the gut with a yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. By the, or the pig. Yeah, yeah. And now even some people in the crowd are starting to overwhelm the small fry chance with the guys that have put a lot of money on Travis. We're like, Travis! Travis! And it's almost equal to Travis's and small fries being chanted in the crowd. It is small fry's turn. And you know. Two on the die. That is a miss. Top of round eight. Travis. Travis is going to go for the finishing blow here. He's going to use this final amulet. Well, there's no charges on it, but he's going to use this once again. He's going to go back for that uppercut. He connected to his chin once, so he's he's found that level of how high he needs to go and how much he wants to push off. He's going to go right for that uppercut. Like Street Fighter? Like Ryu? Oh, absolutely. Hadouken! Sure you can. (laughs) Uh, First acrobatics. Uh... Oh, it's only uh, 11. <laughs> so you're just jumping in the air. Anything plus 10 is fine for acrobatics. Like, you're just jumping in the air. Nothing bad happens. So you jump up in the air. And make this attack. Come on, Travis! Oh, it's 13. 13 is a miss. So once again, so Small Fry, wise to that move, moves his head out of the way and counters. No. 17. And that connects for five damage. 
still up? I am still up. I have one hit left in me, I think. This is it. The crowd is in, like, sheer amazement. Like, this is the most, this is the longest anyone has lasted against Small Fry. Usually Small Fry just kind of gets the guy down in a couple rounds and people make a small buck off him, but people are, like, bewildered by what's happening here. You have a feeling that even if you lose this fight, people are going to respect you for this. Yeah, it's your Rocky moment. Yeah, yeah top around eight, I think. Nine, I think. Not, okay. I, I don't actually. Yeah. Top around nine, maybe. Travis, your turn. Okay. Travis wants this, and he, whew, he's, he's 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 wavering like he, he yeah. can barely see right. Wiping like, the blood off your mouth. And... Yeah, spitting out a, a tooth here or there. Yeah. Careful, that's worth money. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that I was really I good. Get that. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. You guys will find out one day why. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I'm just trying to stall as long as I can because I don't want to make this roll. Okay, Travis wants this. Do I have any more? That's not the word. Any more deception in Travis here? Um, oh, that would take a turn, but I was like, is there sand on the ground? I want to throw, like, some pocket sand. Pocket sand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to Dale Dribble. <laughs> there is dirt, but I don't, he doesn't Travis, you, like, you realize that this is, like, basically next shot wins kind of territory. Yeah, so, okay, Travis is going to go. This one is for Gua and all the princesses out there. Ah, crowd goes wild. With a 19. 19 hit. Yes. Yeah, Travis for max damage, five damage. Travis, how do you want to do this? What? This one is just going to be like a, he's been jumping up. So he missed the uppercut and he's going to cut like, he gets hit in the face, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's on his very last legs. And he's just gonna come around and back to that first side that he hit. Like that was his, his first connection. So he yeah. Poof! And just try to go for like his ribs. Yeah. To try to like get enough damage and not necessarily break a rib, but like do enough to to, to topple him over at this point. Oh yeah, small fries piss and blood tomorrow for sure. And he takes that final rib shot. Travis's strategy paying off getting his knees, getting to his shoulders, mixing up the attacks, keeping him distracted. And that final shot to the ribs, Small Fry goes, ooh, ooh, and just falls to the ground and then farts. Mm -hmm. And I go, <laughs> true fucking story! The crowd goes wild! Ah! Everybody just rushes in, I get lifted up. <laughs> and uh yeah even cool. like uh one of the members in the crowd just like dumps a cure light wound potion and you just made him like hundreds of gold and he dumps a cure light wound potion in your mouth and other people are dumping beer all over you and the crowd's going crazy a couple pissed people that bet on small fry are immediately leaving and like it was rigged it was rigged i tell you <laughs> damn it rocky and then uh and then, yeah, you just, this is your moment. Everyone's going nuts. And even some people that won money from you, they start giving you tips. And you can add 25 gold, 20 silver, and 97 copper on your sheet. <laughs> Did any panties get thrown at Travis? So <laughs> many panties. Like, he's covered in panties right now. Oh, boy. Why are these all from guys? <laughs> How do you know the difference? They're bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. 
Yeah. Travis, that was amazing. I've never seen Small Fry go down. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think I had it in me. Also, I bet on you. Here's another 10 golds. Why would you bet on me? You said you never went down before. I had a feeling. Don't tell Small Fry. <laughs> Please. No, no, we're good mates. We're, let's, let's... Yeah, let's go have a beer. Small Fry, you want to drink with me? He is unconscious. Oh, yeah, Small Fry. Give me one second. And <laughs> Gilly goes and gives him a Caroline wound. He gets up. And Small Fry like, looks at you and he's just like, Nuh. And he just like leaves. He's very sad. He's not emotionally uh, intelligent. Well, I've had a potion at that point, right? Yeah. So I, I, have, I have more health? Oh, yeah. I like oh, the when, blood when, from your lips has receded. Okay, so when he bruises. looks at me, yeah. I punch myself in the face. Okay. Just a, a sign of respect because he did it start. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. I, I you can just roll for damage. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> what did you hit yourself for? Well, I hit myself for three damage. For three damage. <laughs> Which, <laughs> which, if I hadn't been healed, that would have knocked me uh, like almost unconscious. Like, bam! Oh. I would have been disabled at that point. That's hilarious. Uh, maybe deep down inside, Small Fry enjoyed that, but he has never lost before, and he is a grumpy baby right now, so he just kind of leaves. Stick that in your gullet. <laughs> I love you, Small Fry. And yeah, the night kind of winds down. Uh, this is like maybe like the best moment of your life really like you just saved the princess and then you just had a completely unlikely win against a huge humanoid like he's not a giant but he's a he's a big boy and um you you probably spent some time just basking in everyone kind you could some people bought you some maybe some more beers uh hunt helen comes by and she goes on the house baby and gives you a little rub along the shoulder and how do you want to end your night i'll make sure that I, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling quite awesome at this point. Oh, yeah. You're feeling great. Just euphoric everywhere. Oh, yeah. All the good feels. Yeah. Um, so I will, of course, uh, invite Hunt Helen, who's offered her services, yeah. to my room. Yeah. And say, you know, like, I think my, my friend Anders could use a little hand over there, too. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get maybe uh, Aniston to go up to his room. Aniston Jennifer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she goes, you'll have to pay. I, I got both covered. Oh, so you give uh, 50 silver. She's cheaper than I'm <laughs> <laughs> And we'll, well, just, I... we'll just stop that convo right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, let's, let's get this going here. You're, uh, you're immune to diseases now, right, Mandis? <laughs> yeah. That is right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> level three paladin. You don't have to worry about that stuff. So as Travis, hand in hand with Hunt Helen, is walking up the <laughs> stairs... So yeah, Travis is getting to his room. Oh man, that Fight Club was awesome. Like I'm so happy, <laughs> Travis. Thank you, Nick, for <laughs> deciding to do it. <laughs> that just came to me as we were yeah. walking to the bar. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the Fight Club here, yes, and then yes. we couldn't do it last time. Yes. I'm feeling pretty good, so let's let's give it a go. Yes, loved it, loved it. <laughs> so let's check back in with our fearless leader, Crick. Uh, is Crick asleep? Did you want to do anything before bed, or what's up with Crick? Uh, this may be question for you, good DM, sir. Oh, no. Here we go. Yes. Uh, we only just gained more powers, yes? And uh, I don't really choose spells wisely, I don't think. I wish, if possible, we can switch one because I found one much better for flavor of Crick. Well, you guys did just level up and there hasn't been a battle yet. Besides Travis. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess so. It is the same day. Oh, this is very fun. Last time. 
<laughs> this fair. Okay, no problem. So what do you switch? Uh, I no longer want to do these cure moderate wounds. I don't need to be healer man. I have other spells and other th- things to help with this. Instead, uh, Crick take the spell Bloodbath. Um, oh. <laughs> Can I, no, no, no. We're keeping the cure. We're keeping the cure. No, go on. What, what is Bloodbath? To be honest, it's not that uh, good of spell, but it fit with Crick, I believe. Uh, so, basically, uh, I can target a few people, so one per level, all that are pretty close to me, not that far. And what what Crick do is he stab himself in hand and cause bleed damage. As is tradition. It hurts quite a bit. Yeah. But also, it affects the same three peoples that uh, Crick target, and they bleed at the same time as Crick. For a few rounds, we all bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Some more than others? No. No, we all bleed same. Okay, yeah. Um, so, again, maybe not best idea for men, with, men like Crick with not that many healths, but it's okay. I think, I think Crick be all right. So you would take bleed damage and... Two other people, two other opponents would up also take... Up to three. Up to three. All right. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, that does fit your character a little bit better, for <laughs> sure. Um, besides that, do you just head right to bed, high on purple drank, or is there <laughs> anything you want to do? Leave your mask in the hallway, anything I, like that? I do wish to make note. This just grape juice. There's not yeah. some strange drugs or nothing going into these things. Yeah, but you crick, you know, it's probably... It is very powerful yeah. sugars. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, a, a crick go, go crash, I believe it's called. Uh, with uh, You drink too much sugars, yeah. you run around, you get very tired, and then you go to slips. So I believe crick wishes to go to slips after uh, having very exciting party. So Crick enters a deep sleep, and about 12 sex dreams later, you enter, a, <laughs> you enter a dream state different from previous dream states you normally have. You have crossed the void, and your ancestors have come to speak to you. So each ghostly ancestor is going to come one at a time. They're each going to say their piece, and they're going to leave for the next one to appear. The first one is the shade of an orc. You can see it clearly. It shows you a vision of demons manning a castle in the mountains. You see that this castle is well fortified with demons. So that's the warning from your first ancestor. The second is a shade of a human. It's a little dimmer, but it shows you witches gathering at the edges of the Adivan forest. And you notice that they're going in small groups. This must be to avoid the Adivan's magic. The third is somehow a gnome, and it shows your mask in the hallway being stolen by a shadowy figure. You can cut that or keep that. <laughs> I don't like what you're trying to say, Mr. Dim. No, no, no. I tried to warn you about those gnomes. <laughs> Gilly runs out of the front door, leaving Fayhaven. I got it! So I want to describe these ancestors as like the most recent ones are more clear, but the more ancient ones would be more shadowy and mysterious. And the third one you recognize better than all the other ones, despite his ghostly appearance. It is your brother, Blark, leader of Blarkstown. 
He shows you a vision of Blarkstown from above, and it's on fire. Check out the map on Twitter to see Blarkstown. And obviously, it's in the top right of the mountains. That's where Cricket's from. Northeast, I believe this term is called. Yeah. And then Blark disappears. The fourth shade, you can't really tell what race this is. This shade you've only seen once ever before. And you know what is coming. He shows you a vision of darkness rising from a mountain. And this darkness is slowly covering the entire atmosphere of Novus. It's a slow cloud of black that eventually covers the entire world of Novus. A miasma, if you will. A miasma. Anders, you hear a knock at your door. <laughs> Hold on. Crick is sleeping for this? Crick is sleeping for this. Oh, okay. You're getting visions from your ancestors in your sleep. Thank that's you, what ancestors. You will rem- that's what you will remember <laughs> in the morning. So, Anders, what are you doing before this knock happens at your door? Uh, how long has it been, the fight club, would you say? It's been like, let's say, a half hour, hour. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. Yeah, the fight took about... The a fight minute. didn't take very long, but Travis did spend some time mm-hmm. in revelry. So you've had time to take off all your armor. And what would you do once you've taken off said armor? Probably, uh, in an inebriated state, probably pass out on my bed pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. So you are awakened by a knock at your door. Yeah. Uh, who's there? Madison, Jennifer. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Well, it's not a threat, I assume. <laughs> uh, what, one sec, less. Uh, and uh, Anders covers up his, uh, his bits. Yeah. Were <laughs> <laughs> you having sexy dreams too, or what? Well, you know, it's just, you know. It's been a while. Took his armor off, you yeah. know. There's not much under there, I guess. Yeah. You know? uh, Giggity. And, yeah. <laughs> and he uh, answers the door. Hey, hon. I got a little surprise for you. Oh, really? Well, I have a big surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you take to create your genitalia in our game? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got that penis slider switch. <laughs> Only penis D. <laughs> oh, thank you, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> and she closes the door and undoes a string at the top of her nightgown, and the whole nightgown just comes down. She's quite pleasant looking. And you guys, um, we're not going to role play this, but essentially you get into the bed. And you I said want more you- role play. <laughs> <laughs> I, come, I sense him there. No. <laughs> and you guys get in bed and start doing the dirty. Give me a D20 to see how long this dirty lasts for. Miss you in luck. I just upgraded my skills. I have an extra lay on hands. That, uh... <laughs> no, you don't. Chroma took it away. This is the lay on hens I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I've rolled a 17 on the die. 17 minutes! <laughs> so you and Aniston Jennifer have a great time. And it is a busy night. So she quickly dresses up, blows you a kiss, and uh, yeah, probably gets ready for the next one. So. Travis here's a knock. I thought I was special. <laughs> <laughs> Until the money runs out. (laughs) 
So then you pass out. And I'll pass out with a smile on my yeah, face. <laughs> very satisfied. And you have a fretful sleep. A chroma once again appears. First, you see the green shield with the golden tree on it, the symbol of a chroma. And then a shadowy bolt flies across your vision, and you hear as it passes. Embrace me. Realize your full potential. Embrace me, and the strength is yours. And you pass out. Travis, you are all jacked up, hand in hand with Hunt Helen. You guys are laughing and giggling and touching each other, and you get into the room. And we're not going to get super into this one either, but you are definitely ready to have a lot of fun. Roll a d20 to see how long you go for. 14. 14. Damn, boys. So 14 minutes, more than I've ever gone. That's a hero's (laughs) welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Puns. Sorry, hun. It's a busy night. No hard feelings. You're my favorite, though. Yeah, you already took care of my hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and this is basically Travis's best day ever, really, when you think about it. Yeah, so, Travis quits adventuring right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going out on a high, guys. Yeah. <laughs> True fucking story. Uh, Travis, are you doing anything before bed? Uh, Travis is feeling awesome right now, so I don't think he needs to do much. He's just going to let, let himself just let the... The drinks and the day and the adventure and everything that he's feeling right now just wash over him and just let him self drift off into a euphoric haze. So you sit on the bed prepared for your haze. I'm gonna need a perception check. Shit dog. Uh, 17. A 17. You see a fly buzz around your face a little bit and then it goes to land on the wall. And this fly you see has bright blue glowing eyes eyes. Hmm. I recognize those eyes. You definitely recognize those eyes. They Nora? The fly flies in front of your face and then lands on the ground. And it starts shifting and growing, becoming less of a fly, more of a human. And finally, the transformation is complete. And there is a blue-haired female with glowing blue eyes staring at you. You recognize her. That's the Feynora from Travis's backstory, the one that helped him when he got beaten up by Thing 1 and 2 and lost his friend Alfie and brought him to that mysterious place to heal him. Travis, I heard you would be here. It is nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in so long. How, how, how are you? How'd you? Wow. I am great, thank you. I wanted to check up on you. I heard you saved the princess, so I came to see if you would be here. You heard already? Word travels fast around here. I am a shapeshifter, Travis. I'm in many places. Sometimes I'm an eagle. Sometimes I'm a cat. You hear things when you're these creatures. Yeah, well, I guess ever since the last time I saw you, I feel like you've always been watching over me a little bit, but... I, mean, I, I haven't done anything special. I, uh, I missed you. I missed you too, Travis. I like you. Travis, I have to ask you something, because I am curious. What's it been like since you've been changed from a dwarf to a human? When I change, I get the feelings of different creatures. It's exhilarating. 
Do you feel like a human? Or do you feel like a dwarf? Honestly, I still feel like a dwarf. But in, you know, human clothing. It's just an outward appearance, and I know that I'm still me inside. So it's not the same for me, then? No, I think you have a... You're a bigger change. Mine was a... A little more superficial. Why don't you tell anyone you are a dwarf? Are you afraid? Of course I'm afraid. I've seen how people react to dwarves. I don't know what they're going to do if anybody finds out. But I saw you on the dragon. I was an eagle following you guys. That must have been amazing. Of course. That's that's the best thing about all this is the adventures that I get to go on. And I guess it's only because I look like this, huh? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Because I am curious. Travis, I want you to know that I do consider you a friend. But I like to roam free to live as well. Whatever creature inspires me that day. I am no fighter. I wish I could help you more. You've, you've helped enough. You've, you've got me here. You got me this far and I seem to be learning how to take care of myself now. That's good to hear. Well, I just wanted to say hello, Travis. And good luck tomorrow. I want you to know something. The Snake Clan will not go down without a fight. I have heard rumblings outside their area. Appreciate the warning. I mean, I thought we took out most of the fight from them. We got we got rid of their their top leader, their top uh, top fighter. He did not take care of their leader, Travis. And I just know they are planning something, but I don't know what. But you did take out a great warrior. Yeah, well, I know we know the truth. We we heard what they had to say and how they felt about the princess, and I think that truth is going to find its way out. So, hopefully, we have a, a bit of truth on our side this time. I hope so as well. Maybe I'll be watching. I'll see you next time, Travis. Appreciate the warning. Thank you. And then she, like, transforms slowly back into a fly. Her human figure, her human, like, limbs are all contorting all weird as she gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Small wings start protruding out of her back, and she is fully a fly, and she just flies right under the space under your door and leaves the room. And Travis just kind of stares dreamy-eyed at everything happening because it does feel still like part of a dream. He's gone through so much even today. Uh, like This is still that same first week, so yeah, he just lets it happen and then, poof, back on the bed and falls asleep. Alright, so that's the night. So, what time do people wake up? It's usually Crick that wakes up first. What is Crick's morning routine? Crick comes downstairs with the biggest sunglasses yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know what was in that drink. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this this must be how Anders feels every day. <laughs> Actually, I'm immune to disease, so I feel tickety-boo. Oh, my goodness, good Anders. I should not drink so many juice, you know. Um, I wish to go downstairs and perhaps have extra waters this morning. Yeah, of course. So you just get right to the table and... Gilly already has your water for you, ready to go. He I, knows your routine by now. I suppose uh, I do need to spend times before I go straight downstairs in the room to do regular uh, daily routines. Yeah, cutting yourself. Sometimes this happens. <laughs> All right. And Travis, I assume that, as always, you're up second. You, yeah. hear, you still hear snoring from Anders. 
Oh, Travis gives a good stretch. He's, he's still feeling, obviously, some bruises, and he's checking his face and everything to see, make sure everything's where it should be after Small Fry hit him a few times. Um, but yeah, he's going to make his way downstairs. He's going to kind of just... Travis needs to take a second to reconfirm and regather his thoughts a little bit because a lot has happened. So he, he recalls his conversation with Feynora the night before, so he wants to get downstairs and make sure that he can pass that on to everybody so we're we're all prepared for what's coming today. Yeah, you were kind of on a high there, and then all of a sudden, you know, Feynora comes and gives you a little something to worry about to kind of end your day, so... Travis was up the latest, so he I think he might actually be the last one down because I... He'd like to boast a little bit, I think. He doesn't want to really talk about it. But he'd walk downstairs and drop his little sack of gold that he won last night on the table. Yeah. And, and he, he would want Andrews to see that, I think. Andrews is also, uh, yeah, now he's got that mercy sickness and immunity disease, so he might wake up a little <laughs> bit quicker than normal. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> but, so, but he also knows that he sent somebody up to Andrews' room last night, so he wants to give him kind of a wink and a nod to be like, how's your night there, Andrews? Yeah. So, Andrews, what do you do when you wake up? Andrews... Jumps out of bed, <laughs> feels like a new man, like a million, du- like a million bucks. Ten pounds lighter, and uh, he heads over to the chamber pot and rocks out just a monster of a piss, <laughs> triumphantly, with with vigor and force. Yeah, gets dressed up, gets his breeches on, you know, his armor and the like, ready for the day. Heads down to the uh, hole where he finds Crick. Yeah, and then uh, Travis will come in after. For the first time, Andrews is not the last one to wake up. He's immune to disease, and Travis did stay up later, so Travis comes down. He just drops a bag of gold, like, right in front of you guys. Oh, what what is this from, good Travis? These are congratulations for a job well done and the performance that we have shown recently. Nice work. Roll a bluff check. So it's up to you guys what you want to do with that. If you suspect anything from Travis, which kind of you have no reason to, but maybe your character does, I'm not going to play it for you. You can roll a sense motive if you wish. I believe Crick raised one eyebrow, but uh, eh, thank you, Travis. Yeah, I'm not hurt. Look, I don't even need the healing today. No, of course not. There is a small, small bruise on Travis's cheek. Why would you be hurt? I... I, after a few drinks, I can stumble up and down those stairs a bit, you know? <laughs> and I had, to, I had to get Anders upstairs after two. I had to help him up to his room, so... Oh, my know. goodness, I understand now how Anders always feels. My head this morning is not feeling so good. It's too much of these uh, drinks yeah. and sugars. You gotta watch that, eh? No. More waters for me. No more. No more juice. Hey, how's the dog, Crick? <laughs> let's go. Let's get another one in you. Dog's hairs? That's right. I'm not sure what you're meaning with this. You'll just have to trust me on it. Okay. Let's do these dog hairs, <laughs> then. <laughs> and, uh, Travis, that sack looks a little illicit. Uh, <laughs> just promise me you're not collecting for the Forsaken again, are you? Oh, nothing like that. They don't even operate up here. No, don't you worry. This... This was well earned. I point at the sack. All right. Kind of shake it around in my hand like the Indiana Jones when he's got that sack thing. He's just feeling that he's, again, super proud of what he's done here. But he's he's not going to hint at anything. He goes, did you have a good night, Anders? Did you have, have any company? Well, uh, it's good. that's good enough for me. And uh, yes, I uh, happen to have myself a rather 
pleasant evening, I must say. <laughs> I uh, enjoyed the company of a young lass there. <gasps> Anders. Uh, well, yeah, it's only natural. It's not time for these things. Look, we all can't get our jollies cutting ourselves, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well... If this how you feel, then fine, but I disagree very wholeheartedly. Yeah, you get your power your way, we'll, we'll try this. That's right. Crick's power has great strength, though. <laughs> now, on to more important things. Uh, last night, Crick has great night, too. Ancestors don't always speak to him, but last night they do. Many shades of ancestors, they come to see me at night. We on the right track, I believe. Yeah, I had a visitor last night too. Uh, well, after after uh, the the lady left, I I had somebody, well, Fenor, right? I, I don't know if you guys remember when I talked about way back when the the person that helped me out, she, the bear with the blue eyes and everything. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, she she came last night. She she spoke to me and she was making sure that we were okay. She's she's already heard about our, our deeds, our, our princess saving, our triumphant adventure, but she. She had a warning for us that the the Snake Clan they they're a little more involved in this than just knows Madge and those folks out in the forest, so that they still might be trying to push something, push their own agenda here with the princess back. So we got to be mindful of them. Oh, bloody snakes! This is a good warning to heed, I believe. You see, friends, it's not often that ancestors actually come and speak directly with Crick here, but last night they do. Which is very important, is very good, but strange part being, uh, Brother Black, he run Orktown in northeast corners of whole place here, but he come and talk to me. But if he talking to me, it means he ancestors. If he ancestors, it means he dead. Maybe you had some bad grapes in your drink last night, Crick. They were very strange grapes and make me have lots of feels, but this not uh, not like you drinking stuff. It's not alcohol. So I don't think it's it. It's, it's uh, something to think more about, I believe, but very strange for Blark to be speaking to me as ancestor. Were you and him close, ever? Like... In a way, but also another way, no. <laughs> you see, Crick not, Crick not orc as an orc enough for orc, but he somewhat orc. You see, and he like puts his, pulls his sleeves up and showing some green skin off. Bunch of scars. <laughs> that too, but not, uh, not green enough for some orc. You see. You look plenty green to me, Crick. I thank you, good sir. But, hmm, I don't know what this mean other than it seemed like he did. Also, other ancestors that come and warn me, warn me of doom. He there too, or they there too, anyways. I don't know what they kind. Hmm. A lot of bad omens traveling around there. It could be, yes, but maybe good omens too. I think we are on right track. We're doing right things. We're getting, we're saving princesses, more people's come to listen to about us dooming talk. And then Crick just kind of leans back in his chair and looks off kind of pensively and sips on his water. So an exhausted looking Gilly Gillerson approaches your table. 
He produces three waters and some bread with some balsamic dip and some olive oil. And he goes, hey, what a night. Am I right? Travis, Travis, Travis. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Made a killing, though, thanks to you guys. Even though no one knows it, I know it. Thank you. What is he talking about, Travis? I never know what these men talk about. Well, he's talking about the princess. Yeah, I think he had an inkling that we were going to do something after we even solved that little kobold problem before. So, I don't know. Following the breadcrumbs. Gilly is definitely like a masterful, like, (laughs) he knows how to dodge around this this kind of this situation. He goes, yeah, the princess. Totally. You guys are awesome. I suppose it was a pretty busy night for you. Thank you, Mr. Gilly. Or perhaps Mr. Gillerson. I do appreciate the free ales, I must say. It's nice coming from a gnome. I give you water. You want an ale? <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to be more paladin-like. And it's a Jennifer! Madison Jennifer quickly gives you an ale. And she kind of gives you like a little wink and like rubs your shoulder before leaving. What was that about? Anyways, hey, I have a little favor to ask. It could be mutually beneficial, as they say. Small Fry has a bit of writer's block. He's so dumb. He spent a whole day trying to sneak up on a mirror. <laughs> Gilly, like, looks around briefly. <laughs> Make sure he's, like, not around. Did he succeed on this uh, very difficult task? It's impossible to sneak up on a mirror. Maybe you think so. Ah, maybe he's on to something. (laughs) (laughs) And Gilly failed his perception check, and Small Fry appears out of nowhere. He's wearing a plaid pajama suit. (laughs) (laughs) With the butt flaps. Yeah, yeah, and it's open. He is avoiding eye contact with Travis, and he goes up to Gilly and goes, What? You say Small Fry? Oh, shit! And Gilly waggles his suspicious gnome fingers and says, <laughs> Cut a And Small Fry's eyes go wide as Gilly casts a spell, which Crick easily recognizes as it is a low cantrip spell. It is prestidigitation. He makes a bunch of bubbles that float away from the table towards the back of the bar. And Small Fry goes, Shiny circle pops! And starts chasing after the bubbles. I'm so happy he's an idiot. (laughs) Anyways, enough of my problems. The song! We need a new song! You guys just had an adventure, right? Can you give me some highlights of your adventure? We can make a new one. It can be about you guys. I don't even care if you lie. Give me some good stuff. Just put your finger down and we'll do whatever you like, all right? Please. (laughs) I put my finger down. (laughs) What is it that you want from us? You want the details of our exploits? Yeah, highlights! We can fill in the rest. Well, we saved the princess. Okay, okay, so that's one line. Yeah, yeah, save the princess. Yeah, okay, nobody knew that. Thanks, buddy. Anyone else? Uh, we shot a crocodile once. Uh, I do not shoot this crocodile. Oh, Travis did. Oh, this, yes. Mm. yes. All right, I shot a crocodile. We sure it wasn't an alligator? Uh, one or the other, yeah. We'll, <laughs> uh, we'll see whatever rhymes or anything else. <laughs> We saved this princess. Uh, she was turned to stone, and now she not. 
All right, save Stone Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anything else? We brought justice to the land, didn't it? Brought justice to the land, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else? Yeah, well, we, we slayed a, a bog hag out in the forest who was making a network of witches and hags that are trying to take out the forest, so we stopped that for now. All right, right, right. Boghead then. Yeah, yeah. Not stop witches, just hags. Right. Right nasty she was. Yikes. We slew countless Calamians well into the night to fight for the freedom of the princess and of the Guarians. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. More of that. More of that. We need more of that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mage with mouth powers. Oh, Very oh, dangerous. Oh, oh. oh, I like mouth powers. Yeah, yeah, stop yeah. him with magic tricks. All right, we silenced a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make that fit somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. We eradicated the forsaken threat in Trader's Haven to acquire the necessary knowledge to find the stoned princess. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go to that. Put a little bit of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anything oh. else? More from Travis, maybe? Travis tucked down a mountain of a man in Thing 1 and befriended a Tengu. Oh, more Travis. Although that yeah, was yeah. secret no, to no, keep no, that guy... No, 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 no. Yeah, that was a secret. Yeah, I don't think you should be telling him these parts. I'll just change the names. I'll just change the Pretend names. I didn't say that. It'll be like uh, something one. <laughs> Nothing about Crick with the spear. With Rufio. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about Rufio, then I guess we can talk about thing one. Up to you guys. You can say. You can just tell him right now. I don't want anything about the Forsaken in there. Up to you guys. I don't care. I don't think it matters. I mean, they're already trying to kill us anyways. They are. <laughs> so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? Do we want anything about the snake guys? Well, that's still classified information, yeah. isn't it? All right, I think I can make that work and add a few things because, you know, you guys didn't give me much, but it'll be good, I promise. Yeah, what is purpose of this uh, song? Money. Money. Oh. Yeah, if a bar has a guy with singing, they get more people than the bar without the guy that's singing. So we get residuals then, is that it? <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> I think this means no. <laughs> <laughs> Bullock's record deals. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this song. It's going to be really good. I promise. And uh, Gilly leaves you guys. And <laughs> when Small Fry ran away for the bubbles, he wasn't really looking where he was running. So a bunch of like tables and chairs kind of like <laughs> fell to the side. And and Gilly's just kind of resetting the tables and chairs and. And he returns to Small Fry and he starts pointing at the notes to Small Fry and they start talking a little bit and they start working on the song. So you finished your meals. They were very good. And you have a meeting today. I'm sure you're anticipating Princess Gertrude's side of the story. Maybe some other things. And it is getting close to meeting time. What are your actions? I only wish to meet with the... Elder Griff and Princess. This is all I care for right now. Yeah, well. Ready for some answers? Down my beer. <laughs> Alright, so you get your hair of the dog and you leave the Sly Fox. You open the door to exit the Sly Fox. About 
10, 15 minutes before it's time. You guys are leaving each other enough time to get there on time and everything. And outside the door, 10 Dragon Clan guards are waiting to escort you to the Dragon Clan Inner Bailey. Flambard swords, various dragon tattoos, all with the standard grass dresses that you've seen so many Aguarian warrior wear. And just a quickie, this is my bad, Crick, when you guys killed Nosemadge, Crick detected magic, and I made a mistake. Nosemadge did have magic on him, and it was his tattoos that were shining with magic. So I'm gonna hand wave that, that's my mistake. On these Dragon Clan warriors, you see that all their tattoos are shining with magic. And we'll see you next week. Who <laughs> <Devil laughs> is this? Oh, something very strange is happening, I think. Yeah. Have to get through me first. What's with this big guard armed? I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Roll for initiative! <laughs> <laughs> We've got this. Roll, Ricker, roll, Ricker, roll, Ricker, roll, Ricker, roll for initiative! <laughs>